Welcome to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast, where it's all about the message you convey that compels your customers to pay. And now, here's your host, Gloria Rand. Welcome to Write, Sell, Succeed. I am Gloria Rand, your host of this podcast. And today I'm going to, uh, we're going to continue on our email marketing uh, week. This has turned into an email marketing week. But uh, last in the last episode, I shared with you four um, types of email subject lines that will get response, basically get people to open your emails. So today, I'm going to share with you five more types of email subject lines that you can use to get people to open your emails. Because as I said in the last time, uh, in our last episode, the fact is that you can have the greatest email in the world with the most fabulous information for your viewers or, well, your, your subscribers, uh, you know, great tips on how to be able to use your product or your service. But if you can't get anybody to open that subject line or to open the email and read that information, well, then all your work is just gone for nothing. And you're a busy, you're a busy, ah, I can't talk this morning. <laughs> you're a busy small business owner. That's what I'm trying to say, or entrepreneur. And if you're going to take the time to do email marketing, you've got to get people to open those emails because this is how email is really, I tell you, Next to your blog, like the best thing that you can do for your business, be able to engage your, your viewers and subscribers and get them to become customers if they aren't already. So let's get right to it. Okay. Shall we? All right. One of the things that make up a good blog post title is also going to be, which I've, I've talked about in the past, is also is going to make a good email subject line. And I know I do this a lot because one of the things when I do in my email newsletter is I'm sharing actually uh, information, I'm sharing my blog articles. So if I had a great blog article that had, let's say it had a number list, uh, five ways to improve your Pinterest pins or, uh, you know, seven ways to get more uh, page views on uh, your website or something like that. Those uh, those types of list blog articles, they also make great email subject lines because our, our number one, our brains are naturally drawn to numbers. And number two, it's, it's, it's easier for our brains to process and they create curiosity. And, and not to mention, it's also provides the promise of a quick and easy read because people love easy. And if they, te- if you are telling them, here's five ways to do something, then they are going to be much more apt to click on that email list. So, um, take advantage of that. Take advantage of that. Okay. Um, the next one that will work a lot is personalized subject line. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean incorporating a user's name into the subject line. Um, unfortunately, this has become so common a practice that a lot of people actually glaze over these now as spam. So instead, maybe try location-specific offers in language or or specific interest targeting. Now, to give you an example, um, Living Social and Groupon, they are all pros at this. They send emails with subject line 
producing, promoting deals in your area. So like, for instance, uh, you know, it could be Best of Orlando, uh, uh, you know, Four Rivers uh, Barbecue Place, you know, uh, so things like that. Um, and, and it might be even uh, maybe deals that uh, a lot of times Living Social will send emails about deals that maybe you looked at but didn't end up buying. So that's kind of a, a little remarketing strategy that they're, they're doing in or, or sending you new deals based on past purchases. So that could be a way to do it. Um, uh, another, another thing that you can do, you can also um, just make sure that you're understanding your audience well enough, though, to make sure that they, that that's going to be, you're definitely going to be um, appealing to them. Okay. Um, another, another type of subject line that works well is using question marks and unusual punctuation. Uh, that can also be a way to help your email subject line stand out from the masses. So, uh, so consider that as well, you know, asking a question, things like that. Those are good things. Uh, another thing you can consider doing is using like scarcity tactics because let's face it, we all have this, uh, you know, deep, I'd say, maybe fear of being left behind, of, of missing out on something. So if you can put like, a, you know, a subject line, especially this is good for maybe if you're doing, not, not wouldn't necessarily work for a newsletter, but if you're, if you are doing a special sale or a webinar, maybe you're announcing a webinar and you want to get people to sign up for it, you know, put, put ends today or, you know, for five hours only or, um, you know, last chance or something like that. And to be able to get, um, people so that they they don't want to miss out you don't want to have them miss out so so it that can be a good way to be able to help you to get your uh, subject lines open to get your emails opened I should say and finally uh, the last one I'm gonna leave you with today is sort of mysterious <laughs> email subject line so because uh, let's face it people love a little mystery so you know give them a little give them a little taste of something intriguing that might uh, cause them to bite so here's an example uh, of one you can do uh, you know it's all over December 25th and you know and somebody might look at that and go what do you mean what's all over <laughs> what what's what's going to be ending then so Keep that in mind um, and see it. And again, oh, what I touched on the last time is make sure, test, test, test. Do some A-B testing. Test out two different um, email subject lines so that you can see what works. And if you find that one style or another is working better, then use that and, you know, for the next time. So always, always, always be testing. And in fact, what you could do, is even write five to ten subject lines for every email so that it gives you a chance to be able to come up with these, um, you know, candidates for your A-B testing. And, oh, another thing is make sure you keep them short. This is vital. In fact, if you can keep it under 50 characters, so much the better. Because here's here's one good reason why, and I, I touched on this a couple of days ago, um, is that a lot of people, in fact, I I think it's really the majority of people now uh, who are smartphone users are using their smartphones to open their emails. So there's not a whole lot of space, as I'm sure you've noticed, in a smartphone. So you can't have much in there, many characters in there. So keep it 
clear, concise, and to the point. Keep it short, and that's going to be good. Um, you know what? Alliteration is kind of cool to try, too. Um, alliteration attracts. Ooh. So that can be a way to be able to help you come up with a catchy email. And now don't use all caps, but you could certainly use more. Uh, more caps are not going to be, you know, if you have everything, it, it just looks like shouting. So use them sparingly and responsibly, and then you will do well. And of course, make sure that you know your audience because that is going to be the best way that you can do to be able to, um, uh, you know, make sure you, that you're delivering the right content and make sure they, uh, you know, will appreciate what you're doing. So, um, and of course, also make sure that you put your, um, you know, your business name or something in the from field. So, or, or basic, really, if you can use actually your name itself, will be good because that way people will see that you are a legitimate and trusted source and they're going to want to do that. So, um, oh, and one last thing, preview your, your emails before you send them out and send them to yourself first too. Um, and if you can even have somebody else look at it, make sure you don't have any spelling errors or things like that. That's always good advice. Okay. So, I think that's going to do it for this time. So if you got some great value out of this podcast today, I encourage you to please subscribe and leave me a comment and, and a review, a rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. That would be awesome. I would really greatly appreciate it because I would love to be able to um, have more people, even more people see, uh, listen to this podcast and get value out of it because I, I just want to be able to help uh, small business owners to be able to uh, get their message out to their audience so that they can sell more of their products and services. That's what I'm all about. So until next time. Oh, and one last thing too. I would love it if you would uh, follow me on uh, Twitter as well. You can shoot me some questions. That would be great. I would be happy to answer them. My username is at Gloria Rand and an I encourage you to use the po- use the hashtag Write, Sell, Succeed, the name of the podcast here, and it's W-R-I-T-E, uh, so that I know that you've been listening to the podcast, and that would be great. All right, so until next time, I am Gloria Rand, wishing you all peace, love, and prosperity. Thanks for listening to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast. Want more information? Visit GloriaRand.com. And don't forget to follow Gloria on Twitter at Gloria Rand. Let Gloria know you're listening. Use the hashtag WriteSellSucceed. succeed.